Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through our examination of the 119th Psalm, and we're at the stanza that begins with the Hebrew word teth, T-E-T-H. We've looked at the first four verses, which begin in verse 65. So I want to pick it up there, then we'll finish out the rest of the stanza today. So verse 65 says this, You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good discernment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. <coughs> you know, when we look at these things, and that's the end of verse 68 there, sometimes we're sort of amazed by just the simplicity of it, of what he's saying. He's saying, God, you are good and you do good. <coughs> Will you please teach me your statutes? In other words, teach me of your goodness. Teach me good discernment. Teach me your knowledge. I need to know your commandments, Lord. And notice uh, the psalmist is acknowledging, as he has all the way through, that these are not things that he can do in the flesh on his own, that these are not things that he can do of his own volition, that we need the Lord to teach us his word, his commandments. He is the one that gives us insight. We can memorize things. Okay, And we can lay out things and delineate things and stuff like that. But to really know them and to live them, that is only by the power of the Lord. Now, listen to this, verse 69. The arrogant have forged a lie against me. With all my heart, I will observe your precepts. So we see some things that are going on in the life of the psalmist, as we've seen in all these stanzas, some tough times. And he says, here's what's happened. The arrogant have forged a lie. The arrogant means the presumptuous, the insolent, proud ones, you know, that they had literally created a lie. Uh, I love the, the, the Hebrew meaning of this word, to smear, to plaster over, to stick, to glue. <laughs> In other words, they have splattered lies all against me. And you say, well, you know, do people do that today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And we often think of it within a political realm, or we think it within the business realm. But sadly, folks, it happens within the religious realm, particularly religious organizations. Uh, arrogant folks forge lies. And I'm, I'm just amazed at just the forthright nature of the lie. Quite often, it's not even little subtle things or differences of opinion or something like that. It's just a bow-faced, created, non-fact. And he's, the psalmist is saying, Lord, these arrogant have done this, but here's what I'm going to do. With all my heart, I will observe your precepts. With all of his heart, he's going to hang on to the Word of God. He's going to observe what the Lord is teaching him of the statutes, what the Lord is teaching him about discernment and knowledge and his commandments. So the more that somebody lies against you, lies about you, cling even more so with your heart to the precepts of the Lord and observe them. Not again, just living them, but 
not just knowing them, but living them out. Now, verse 70, their heart is covered with fat, but I delight in your law. What? Who's there? Well, it's talking about the arrogant. The arrogant's heart is covered with fat. Notice he says, the psalmist says, my heart, I will observe your precepts. Their heart is covered with fat. Well, what's fat? Well, it's actually the word that's used all through the uh, Old Testament, uh, particularly in the sacrificial system where it talks about uh, the fat and the sacrifices and the good fat and the things that you're supposed to offer unto the Lord. What he's saying is this, is their heart is covered with the goodness of this life. Their heart is covered with pursuing the things that they want that they think is going to make them happy. Okay, the ways of the world, the stuff of the world, boy, they're covered with that. They think they've got it made. That's what their heart motivation is about. And it's actually set in juxtaposition to the previous verse where the psalmist says, my heart, I will observe your precepts. Their heart is covered with fat. They're not observing the precepts and the commandments and the statutes of the Lord. They're going after the things of the world and the ways of the world and the stuff that they think will make them happy. Psalmist says, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to delight in your law. In other words, I'm going to observe your precepts. I'm going to delight. And notice that delight kind of thing. What did their heart delight in? The things that would bring fat, <laughs> stuff of the world. Okay. But no, no, I'm going to delight in your law. Now, verse 71. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. We talked a little bit about this previously. But we saw in verse 67 where he says, Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. The affliction apparently is what brought him back to the right path, made him aware that he was going astray. Because in verse 71, he said, You know what? It was good that I was afflicted. It was good that that affliction came. And quite often the Lord will allow that. Okay? Quite often he will allow that affliction to come and even send it forth in our life to set us on the right path. He's actually describing the affliction as good. Not in the sense that we often think of good, but it is good for me that I was afflicted. He sees benefit from it. What is the benefit? Well, he gets back on the right path. He keeps his word. He learns your statutes, that I may learn your statutes. Often in the time of affliction is when we learn the statutes and learn the value of the statutes. Again, we can know the statutes. We can know the uh, commandments, the instructions, the teachings. But if we don't live it, what good is it? And that affliction will enable us to live out and to learn the statutes of the Lord. Then, verse 72, the last verse for the day. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. So you see that in the context what the arrogant were after. Okay, the arrogant had their hearts covered with fat. The arrogant would have for, uh, forced a lie and done anything to gain stuff. They would not have uh, seen the benefit of affliction. They would have been after <coughs> the gold and the silver pieces. But the psalmist is saying what? No, 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 no. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Can we really say that about ourselves in relationship to the word of the Lord? And this stands right here. He's talked about the word as being your word and commandments, your statutes, uh, your precepts, your law. 
the law of your mouth? Can we actually say, as the psalmist did, that that is far better to us than thousands of gold and silver pieces? Can we say, as the psalmist did, Lord, teach me. Teach me good discernment. Teach me wisdom. Lord, you have dealt well with me through your word. Can we actually say that? Can we say that we delight in his word and his law and his statutes? Can we say that we desire to learn the word of the Lord more than we desire the stuff of the world? You know, people will quite readily say, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Okay, here's a biggie. You ready for this? Does your life reflect that? Just do this one thing. Just look at where you put your time. What do you do with your time? That will reveal everything. Well, again, I thank you for your time. I'm Dale, and I'll see you in the next episode.